All right, the discussion is here, Master of None. We're talking episode two and three, religion and first date. We could talk on and on about it, so let's get started. After Buzz, the after show for Master of None starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, no. <laughs> I can never do it as good as Sahai. What? Or evidently Rick. You know. Hold on, let's see. Jazz hands. You just gotta do whatever you want. Oh, jazz hands. I'll have my drink. Just be free. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, how fun is that? Welcome, welcome. Uh, After Buzz, we are, of course chatting about Master of None, episode two and three. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Ronnie Jr. My social is at RandomlyRJ, and our great panel is as followed. I am Paige Bach, and I am at Paige Kelly Bach on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media, at Rick Hong. And I'm Sahai, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, sometimes on Snapchat, at Say Hi Sahai. That's S-A-Y-H-I-T-S-A-H-A-I. And of course, we're listening to that song, which was from the cab. Was this episode two or three? We're doing three and four. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what, was that episode? Did I say it wrong on the open? It's all right. No, no, you said I, right. no, I, think, no I, think I think I said it wrong. Really? It's all right. It's people, okay if I make a mistake. We make mistakes. The, the people are no. done. The people yeah. are done. You oh, gotta leave. Are you cutting me already? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, let's start talking about it. Anyways, that song is really fun because obviously the cab ride did have that playing and that we'll talk about that on a first date episode which is episode 4 but right now it's religion they always say as like friends we're not supposed to talk about religion know, so we just like smack yeah, it's a very uncomfortable topic, I think, in general. And yes. whether it's friends, family, relationships, anything, it's one of those things where it's brought up. You're like, I can say so many things Is wrong. it that bad, though, still? Yes, because I especially in this political climate, people oh, are true. getting all angry. People are screaming at people at the McDonald's that, you know, go mm. back to where you came from and all this crazy stuff. So it's even, I feel like, even more sensitive now. Does it uh, create as many um, arguments as, like, they say, don't talk about politics or don't talk about religion? I mean, it seems like politics is the worser of the two at this point, right? I think the problem is it depends on how extreme you are. Mm -hmm. Like, if you are of a devout faith and there's someone else that's talking about theirs, that's where, like, the conflict comes. Whereas a guy like me, I'm just, like, curious. I'm always like, oh, well, tell me about... You know, mm-hmm. how, how does this operate? How does that operate? I'm always just curious to hear everything until someone starts beating it over my head, being like, oh, and you should start. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. My thing is, like, what makes you the expert and the end-all, be-all with certain situations? Yeah, Unless you, like, really studied that subject. I mean, I feel like most people, their opinions are based on their experiences. So just because you've had different experiences than I have, you know, we can have a difference of opinion. But... I don't think I'm necessarily going to always agree with you. I'm right. going to respect that difference, though. So I guess the idea is you can't talk with friends about religion, but you could listen. Because, see, I like to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know I come up, you know, with a Catholic upbringing, you know, very big. And even in my older age, like, I start to veer into different stages of, you know, Christianity and where I want to sit in that space. So for me, if you come to me with your religion, I'm very good with, like, listening. Mm-hmm. And to me, that makes my mind think, oh, everyone's like that. But yeah. apparently it no. is not. So I guess that's what we learned a little bit on this no. episode. Definitely. I, you know, I think it's also, I think, and what was shown in this episode is how his parents were so devout religiously and how they had all these habits and things that were tied to their religion that were important to them and to raising their child. But I do feel like the generation now and the more recent generations, I think everyone's more open-minded. I think people, as we said, people are more interested in listening now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's a there's kind of a respect, I think, that comes with religion where people are open-minded and they listen before they judge or say you're wrong or right. I think it comes with an older generation where it's like, this is the way it has to be. Yeah, because I also, it, what I found interesting about this episode is that the difference of opinion came from within the family. Just because you're related mm-hmm. doesn't mean everyone's going to agree and have the same opinions and the same feelings about things. So that's what I liked about it because for for me, I grew up, my mom is from Jamaica and she was a Rastafarian and even my grandparents who are Christian, they were they'll be like, Oh, when your mom was in the cult and it's like, Oh no. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yes. I was actually just gonna say what is, what does it mean to be Rastafarian? Like, it's a it's a way of life. You believe that um, there's an Ethiopian emperor, Haile Selassie, oh, cool. is a, a, cool. a deity because he or you know, he he's a direct descendant of biblical figures, Solomon and Sheba. So I mean oh, I'm no expert. No, 
learned something cool today. I'm no Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, to listen, we yeah, get to I just learn. heard something really, really cool. I've got to ask the question. And that nuance between like your your grandparents and yes. then your mother, it's like. Right. Not everyone sits in the same space, but we're all family. Exactly. I mean, my grandparents, too, tried to lure me with the pork. So it, it happens. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it was interesting, too, though. And it wasn't like, this is what you should believe or this is what we want you to believe. It was more like he had to decide to live his own life. Mm-hmm. And his parents were trying to do something for him because they thought that that was the right way and the best way to raise their son and the best thing to do for him. So it was interesting because it wasn't like religion, religion, religion. It was like, I guess it was like parents trying to do right and him trying to find his way. And just kind of, I think, something that is very reasonable for anyone. And I anyone think with this show it's like all these hot topics that they do yeah. um, you sometimes forget like the episode is nothing but religion. Even though it's like smacked mm-hmm. in our face, they have a really good way of keeping it through Dev and Dev's complexities that you know I still forget till the end like oh yeah this whole episode was kind of about religion. I love the way it opened up guys. Just the different um, different children. <laughs> I don't want to go! No! <laughs> He's like what is this? Yeah. He was like but it's so good. Um, I thought it was a great way to open open up the scene, and yeah. then that was, I guess, I guess that would have been his eight year old self, right? Yeah, Experiencing good. bacon for the that first time. That kid was really good in um, speaking in the Nzs and sorry. Wait, didn't you pick that up? Yeah, he was, he, like, he was the, the way he delivered it. I was like, he's he's killing it. Yeah, he captured the Aziz nuances. <laughs> was yeah. he not the same kid though that was doing the Nintendo and the guitar lessons? I think it was that same version of Aziz. I think it was that same eighty eight. Eight-year-old. I'll have to go look. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because there was a lot of other ones moving forward. I know we'll get to Thanksgiving down the road on yeah. another podcast. But, like, I think there was different uh, incarnations of Aziz yeah. or of Dev. But I think that same one was the same kid. Oh. They just, like, spiked his hair up. So okay. it was like, oh, he's not eight years old. He's nine years old. Which took me to a place. Like, that's exactly what you do when you evolve as an eight. And no, yeah, right. Like, it's like that time period, right? It's just, like, the different hairstyles that come through. And Like, if they that... show a hyper-color, like, T-shirt or something like that, I'm an 80s baby. So, Whoa. like, I'll... I'll... Whoa. You <laughs> are I love hypercolor. That's what I'm saying. We're of that time. So we that was what made me laugh about that is that we saw that kid once. And then the next time we saw him, he had like the cooler hair. So I'm like, ah, he must be going from fourth grade to fifth grade or something like that because it does happen. Uh, yeah. Dude, aren't, aren't you wearing Genera right now, though, dude? It looks like... It looks I, like I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where, what the, the fashion choice was here, but I love it. Um, then uh, I thought the episode was really cool because we start by the Tupac song while he's like eating that almost like a salacious taste of, uh, of bacon uh, with the Tupac only God could judge me so I'm like I'm in I'm set I mean it's funny because bacon tastes so good but so can you good. imagine eating bacon not being allowed to eat bacon it's like even better exactly right? I kind of wish I had right. that experience <laughs> no the craziestness is the the evolution of bacon I was literally at California Donuts the other day and yeah there's the maple bacon donut uh, I've I'm had like, it oh, yeah no it's delicious so good it's Crazy. delicious but it's just funny to see yeah just like back then it's like yeah bacon and eggs and now it's it's on a donut <laughs> but can you think about like as a kid you know your parents tell you one thing you're not at home so you're allowed to do something else well you think you are because you're not at home nobody's gonna see you but then you have that dilemma, like, should I listen to my parents? Do I, you know, do what I want to do? Can I be cool with my friends? What should I do? So it's like, I remember having those struggles sometimes. I think it speaks to everything we go through in the sense that, like, you grow up and then until you're about seven, eight, nine, you think every single person, even if you could uh, visibly see that you're not the same in mm-hmm. skin tone or whatnot, you still think everyone, to, to my knowledge, would have been Catholic. You think everyone has a grandparent and, you know, grandma and a grandpa and, you know, a hundred cousins. That's what you think. Right. But then when you get to that age, you get smacked with like, oh, this is a whole different thing. So I thought (laughs) that when he was with his friend, if you notice, he wasn't even in the, uh, he didn't even have a speaking role at all. Right. The friend. But it was just like, oh, yeah, when you go to your friend's places at that age, you start to experience the the different culture. And also, doesn't everything always happen at the sleepovers? Like, that's when you experience things you never thought you would. Like, I remember going to sleepover and like the kids like, you know, playing hide and go seek and like somebody um, falling asleep too fast and then kids putting hot sauce in their mouth like that's what, at sleepovers at other people's <laughs> homes that's when you experience things outside of your home that's like outside yeah. of your comfort zone I remember um, 
I slept over at, it was a girl I was friends with from two, and it was, like, my first sleepover, and my parents were, like, marathon runners and super healthy, and I sat down for breakfast, and it was, like, bacon and different cheeses and <laughs> toast and, like, waffles and bagels and all these things, and I was like, how many people are coming for breakfast? You know, I was just so overwhelmed with what was sitting in front of me, and they are like, no, this is just breakfast. Like, help yourself to whatever you want, and I was like... <laughs> Oh, you boring girls. <laughs> you boring girls. It was all about going to my friend's house and rating their dad's like VHS R-rated movies. Oh, oh that's and another. And stuff in and Tangent, watching. Yeah. Get, yeah, being like, Emmanuel, who is she? <laughs> if you let, <laughs> no, I didn't have that experience. Very different. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, we nine. followed the rules. The cheese was overwhelming to me. <laughs> you got to break a couple rules when you're at your friend's places. I get that. Um, what do you guys think about his, uh, Dev's uh, father, being so ambitious with like, oh, you're going to say that you're fasting, you're going to tell your aunt, that's an aunt and uncle, right? Yeah. Uh, your, do you guys like his kind of forcefulness with that, Dev's father? I thought he was just trying to be the peacemaker. Ramesh, right? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Don't get me wrong. I well, I remember because yeah, because the the friend later says, "Oh, what's up with my guy Ramesh and my girl Nish?" <laughs> no, so that's right. the only reason I kind of like remember it. The dad, you know, he is the breakout star of the show. But I think in this in this oh, situation, he was just trying to be the peacemaker. He just wanted to go have some fish. That's all he wanted. He wanted seafood. He wanted seafood, <laughs> and you know, he was just trying. That was his end goal. However, he could get that seafood was he was trying to make whatever happen. And I think that's like the mom seemed to be more strict, and the dad was a bit. More more flexible and in speaking about the parents you know they came from India and that's where they were born and raised whereas mm-hmm. Dev grew up in, in the states yeah and I feel like sometimes I wonder if his parents had grown up in the states would they be more open to being more flexible about different religions you know were they just following all the rules because all their friends and relatives and the older people were kind of doing that so what were they just following the lead and not kind of making their own way right. like Deb did it's like never seeing anything different it's just the way things are right. so you just assume that's the way things would be and I think also when you move from a different country and when you have that sort of history in your family I think it's hard to um Imagine raising your child differently mm-hmm. with different beliefs because it's like this is us, this is our culture. So even though we're here and this is what we're doing, we are proud of where we come from. And I think that a lot of it isn't maybe as much about religion, but it's a part of where his parents came from, where his history is, and where his culture is. Yeah, it's, did, a, it's a cultural and like generational yeah. thing for them. Did they don't want to see it lost? Did Dev speak to that though a little bit when he was talking to his father later in the episode where he was saying, "Oh, you guys, you know, you had your life. I'm, you know, here in America. Things are a little bit different." In right. fact, he made a joke alluding to, you know, how he could be perceived as a terrorist even. So mm-hmm. why fates it's differently with him mm-hmm. and he wants to just be a good person? That's what he was trying to say, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm 33 years old. I'm a good person, so I can have my pork. <laughs> <laughs> I love though that it took him until 33 like I love the moment when he was like I'm going to order the pork. I'm going to order it. Like, that was the best moment. And it's he, like, like a moment, worked yeah. worked himself up. It was like when you're 16 and you want to say something. Have you ever had that experience where you want to tell your parents something and you're like, I'm just going to say it. Like, you're like, and once it's out, it's out. And then I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. It was kind of hysterical. He, he does it well because he respects his parents so much. Exactly. Too. I thought it was really cool to see the cousin, which turns out, uh, Naveed, I believe is the name, mm-hmm. which turns out to be his real cousin. Um, I was following on Instagram and mm-hmm. I guess the guy had wrote a really long message like, oh, you know, to choose to do this pro- program, I'm just saying the words that come on to come to my mind. Uh, you know, it was something I maybe didn't want to do, but my cousin convinced me, and oh. you, so yeah. So basically, I be on TV, basically man. the Naveed character with the strong back didn't necessarily uh, want to do the show. It wasn't really his cup of tea, That's but he did such a good job, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Meanwhile, the de- I watched an ep- uh, interview with Aziz where he said that his mom got um, asked to be in another movie oh. and play an Indian mom to I think Mindy Kaling. Oh. And she turned down the role. Oh. And then his dad, a few days later, calls like, hey, is there a role for Indian dad? Why are they asking me? <laughs> so the dad is all about this celebrity life. It. He's no, so good. I just know. I just read an article about the mom. And she said, okay, she's so she's like the opposite. She's so the opposite. She said to, um, for season two, she said, can't you just say, like, I'm on vacation? Or I'm right. on a boat or I'm somewhere else? He's like, he's like, I can't do it the whole season. So she's, <laughs> that's, that's why we got her. I love it. Um, yeah, no, she's she's as breakout-ish as he is, yeah. just in a different way. Like, I liked at the end of the episode when she was with her people, you know, and they were celebrating. Um, I felt like that was the first time we saw her smile a smidge. 
<laughs> you'll have to maybe go back and watch it, but it made me really happy because yes, it's a funny character, but she's always just like, mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm. the Very mother. Stern. I yes. would, uh, as this show goes, I would love to see what makes the mom happy. You know, uh, just little things I think of for season three or whatnot. Um, so okay, we we saw the experience of going to Smorgasburg with the cousin. Um, that looked like so much fun. Very, amazing. very much. Oh, man, so full. <laughs> yeah. Does this show make you guys want to eat constantly? I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, Dev is eating all the time. All the time. And, and then he's tiny. He, he is. <laughs> but did you know that he dated a chef? You're talking uh, about the Dev in re- um, Aziz in real life. His ex girlfriend was a chef. Oh, okay. That so makes a lot of sense. Doesn't it? I was like, see, his art imitates life all the time. That's yeah. the trick. You just don't like try to create anything too crazy. You just keep it close to who you really are, and then it's a success. Uh, real quick, before we go to Smorgasburg, I did want to talk one one more second about the friend. Mm-hmm. I think her name was... I'm not sure what the name was, but I do like the fact that uh, she was talking about her experiences being Hindu and and going through uh, different. Uh, yeah. Pro- you remember that? Do you guys remember that quick walk yeah. and talk? Uh-huh. She's yeah. a street walk friend a couple times. Yeah. And I but kept being like, "Have I seen her in an episode?" I know, I know. Right. Like, they were so familiar, yeah. and I was like, I kind of racked my brain. I was like, "Nope." No, I was not. saying the same thing. She was the one talking about her wedding and how she played. Uh, yeah, she did, she Mafia. she did what the parents <laughs> said. <laughs> right. and no, but I had to write. That's the only reason I like jumped to that thing. The, the, I guess the song was called "Fuck That Shit." I didn't even know there was a song called "Fuck That Shit." I mean, and it's kind of fun to say. <laughs> say it <real> <laughs> Fuck that shit. Maybe you. Yeah, fuck that shit. Hey, Anthony, you got fuck that shit for us? <laughs> I don't know if we really want to hear the song, but it did, make me, it. It did make me laugh that there's a song called Fuck That Shit. Um, <laughs> hysterical. Um, so, Smorgasburg was also fun because not only the food, and we've seen the cousins start to, like, embrace mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the stuff that Dev, you know, the pork that Dev, Dev has been partaking in, but also we see Denise finally, which yes. I love seeing Arnold, of course, the first couple episodes, but you need some uh, Denise in this oh, show. Absolutely. Oh, She's awesome. She's such yeah. a strong character. She's so great. Yeah, she's awesome. She honestly doesn't even have to say much. Just, like, her presence and the way she is. And she just calls him out. Like, I, mean, I feel like Dev kind of nitpicks, and she's just, like, calls him out, and I love it. As soon as she comes in, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Everything is right. And I think in this episode is when she said something about, you've known me since I was, like, like I guess I didn't realize their friendship had gone me so neither. far back. I think mm-hmm. it was she's she's uh, kind of set it up in in episode three, mm-hmm. and then that's when um, later on we see more yeah. about their relationship. But the cousin, do you think the cousin really would have um, in, indulged so much in so much pork? Like, had do you feel like Dev was like saying, "Come to the dark side yes. with yes. me"? Kind of because he was still a little nervous, and then he just dove all that the was way. Thing, which is so funny. I, I don't eat pork. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, that's oh, what we were gonna bring you for your birthday. Oh, <laughs> we're just gonna bring you a whole pig with an apple in its mouth, and then I was gonna, we're gonna bring, put no, a candle. I was gonna, I was gonna bring you a Cubano sandwich from uh, Porto's, but okay. now I can't do that. Let me let me say, I have, I I have indulged in bacon, but mm. like a slab of ham, pork chops, never, and applesauce. Oh, never. Never. And what, what's the reason for that? Again, I grew up as a vegetarian, so I just never started. I mean, like, maybe some sausage here and okay. there. Like, breakfast meats. Breakfast meats are my weakness. I mean, how can you not? Jimmy Dean. I mean, yeah, park sausages, you know, Dean. but most of the time I usually eat beef but yeah I just I didn't grow up eating it so I, I didn't sure. develop that habit so now I don't really have a taste for it other than bacon oh so so in a couple of weeks Cubano sandwich no I don't <laughs> I'm learning so much about you and all of us that's okay we'll partake we'll partake you guys you know? have the Cubano we'll celebrate down, for down, you down, yeah down. you guys can I go back real quick one second yeah, just because yeah. I, I, we forgot no. um, as we were talking about um <laughs> As we were talking about how the father is just so fun on this show, um, I did in particularly like when he was telling Naveed, his nephew, I guess, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, you got to go do the posing. It's like one, oh, two, yes. and three. And, me. and then he talked him into doing the hair the hair product. Uh, <laughs> these almost insignificant conversations to the show yet are so fun for me. Yeah, those so are the, the key moments because it, it just gives you one, more insight. Two. Three. Yeah, he had them ready to go, and but the thing is, he like he's a doctor, so we think he's going to be all serious oh, and you know yeah. professional, and he's really a ham, pun intended. But he's, <laughs> he's, I mean, but he's a gastroenterologist. He's a fart doctor, so I mean, come on, he's going to have some sort of sense of humor, right? Yeah. And he's Dev's father, so it runs in the genes also. Um, okay, so we talked about the cousin a little bit. We talked about Smorgasburg. Um, they're at the house, and that's when when um, the 
the aunt and uncle are getting ready for the basketball game. Um, what did the what did Dev's father say? He said something that I was because I'm not a sports fan, so I have to make like stupid comments sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think the dad said something stupid like that had nothing to do with what basketball conversation they were having. I don't know. Anyways, it was it made well, me the, the the whole thing is is like I think that they were talking about relevant basketball players now oh, and he and brings up Michael Jordan <laughs> who's, who yeah. is probably arguably like the greatest of all time and but he's been retired for such a long time so it's so he brings it up and people are just like yeah okay but the context made no sense <laughs> yeah that's what it was that's what I've, but I've Seth's been there but mom knew a lot about basketball she was like all into that conversation so I was like oh that gives you that's what makes her happy you were asking what makes her happy yeah, yeah. can Sports. I just say I love it when the parents have a bigger role in an episode it's just I think so everyone refreshing does. Yeah. It's, they're so great and mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they're like actually his parents yeah, like, yeah. That, that, the touch that it adds is just so much better because you're like wow they're killing it and then you're like no these are actually these <laughs> are actually he doesn't even look like them he does not but he's a combination of the two. Have guys. you seen yeah. the the brother too, who's, of, like, who's now writing on the show? No, he also yeah, because I think it's A Z I N. I think mm-hmm. it's very similar to Aziz. Um, I saw in a lot of the press pictures or actually the red carpet stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't look anything like Aziz either. And I, in my mind, was like, oh, that's not necessarily a cousin. I'm sorry, a brother. But on one of the interviews, Aziz said, yes, my brother started writing for this this season as well. Wow. So Aziz. we have even more of the family. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I mean, it's hard to get a job in Hollywood, so that's right. Bring all the family. I along. like that he does that. Yeah, I like that he makes it authentic. Definitely. Um, so that we have this master plan uh, by the cousin and uh, 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 Deb to get out of what the prayer, the prayer ritual, Eve mm-hmm. prayer, yeah, Eve by prayer. being sick. That was the, that was the idea. Food yeah. poisoning. Oh, I'm so sick. <laughs> They had bad hollow. But have you guys ever had that situation where your parents are like, okay, so-and-so is coming over. You better do this, this, and this. Like, they've made some requirements. Well, yeah, you're always on your best behavior. You're almost like a different version of yourself. Right. It's, oh, uh, it's It's hard to see. We all do it as people. So when we went to watch this episode, it was like, oh, we've, we've all sort of been trained to do that, right. you know, cordially, you know, family or not. That's why I like when I get older in my life, too. It's like um, I, my aunt had come in town. She lives in... Denver, I believe now. She grew up in New Mexico um, and she's just uh, super religious after she lost her husband kind of a thing. And so Mm. I, we spent so much time when she was in town recently, which was like a month and a half ago. Mm. And I was like just screaming everything. You know, there was no holds back, but yet she was receiving my information and she was keeping her Christ-like I guess I'm not even giving it justice to the explanation because it just kind of came off the top but it's nice that you can go there with family as you get older because when you're younger you're scared you don't want to be disrespectful but there comes a certain point where you're like you know what I'm grown I'm going to say what I want to say do what I want to do and eat some bacon you don't want to get pinched Right, <laughs> that's yeah. right. Ah, pinches. <laughs> right, that did he make really a joke? He made a joke about pinches, and then she and actually got, yeah, did. She pinched she him. Pinched oh, him. these slick riders! She punches him and she pinches him. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys love the heart to heart when he comes over to get his iPad fixed? Between he and the dad. Yeah. Okay. iPads fixed. I'll go home. Yeah. No, you're not going to go. It's been two weeks. You're right. going to stay and talk about why mom's so mad. Yeah. And for me, I just loved seeing that that relationship between he and his dad. But it's also different than the than the, his relationship with his mom. Mm-hmm. And to see how upset it made him that his mom was mad at him. Because some guys, I know guys who barely call their parents. Like they don't yeah. call their parents. Uh, but every three weeks, every month. Whereas he's so close to his parents, having his mother mad at him, it really affected him, which was nice to see that he really wanted to make her happy and do something to make her happy. I thought also with the dad, what what I loved is we keep talking about how funny he is. Like, oh, he's nothing but funny, which is great, Mm -hmm. but he also has such a good serious side. And I think he said certain things in both seasons that have allowed Dev to kind of figure out, you know, different... um, choices he's going to make. Uh, with the first uh, when he was talking about that book, the Sylvia Plath book, I thought that was kind of monumental in decision making. And then he told him about what the Quran meant to him uh, and his and his wife, so Dev's mother. Um, I don't know, just very pivotal stuff that makes you say, oh, he's not just here for comedy. He really is, like, he feels like the father figure. Definitely. And it's nice with 
seen a, a Muslim family, I think. I think that's nice to see how, uh, you know, to show people, okay, Muslim families are like all families, you know, for people who may not ever have exposure to mm -hmm. or know any other Muslim people. Like, have you ever seen, like, Muslim people do the prayers? Yes. It's like a very peaceful thing. And, and, and when they say the, the prayers, it's actually, um, I think it comes from poetry. So the way they read it, it, it and it has, like, a very song-like tone to it. So it can be a very peaceful thing. And I think that's important to show people who may not get exposure it to is. that. It is. It's a very different. Um, it's a very different sort of light on Muslim faith, and mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. Um, it didn't seem in your face. It didn't seem like it was pushing a message. It didn't. It really just felt like life. It felt like a normal issue, and it didn't. I'm just so glad that it didn't push like. Muslim or like terrorism. Yeah, exactly. Or, Nobody's plotting, yeah. right? There's no, there's, like, there's all these people plotting. There was and no like soapbox. It I feel was like we just get real life. every issue, yet we forget that issues are being given to us. You right. know what I mean? We yeah. can digest it the way we it's want. It's real art. Like yeah, even the way the father talked to Dev and, you know, he decided to go to his, his uh, teachings and the quote was, uh, "To you be your religion, and to my and to my religion, something of that nature." So, and that's what he texted the mother. So, I just, I mean, what a great I love way. That, though I love that he like actually put time into. I mean, he didn't really put time into it; just happened to pop out. But, you know, <laughs> he picked he picked it up. He picked up the ground. I like that the way that he made up with her was kind of it was kind of like meeting her halfway. He was trying to explain where he was at. He respected her enough to kind of ref. Like reference something that was important to her, but do you see how them him he was resisted in the beginning, mm -hmm. but his resistance eventually led him to the Quran, which is basically what they wanted him to do anyway. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, that note she wrote, he, like he had was fantastic. He never wrote it. He never read it. Never read it. And you know, have you ever heard that Kevin Hart story where his mom, when he moved out to, I think he just started acting or something, and um, he was getting money from his mom and. Mm -hmm. He was like, Mom, you know, I need your help. I need money. And she was like, just read your Bible, read your Bible. And he's like, Mom, so, you know, I'm busy. I can't. Eventually, he read his Bible and, like, all this money, all his rent checks oh. fell out because that's where she had oh, put wow. them. And it was a similar story to Aziz. Holy where moly. Basically, you know, your parents try to, they want you to have faith because they know life is hard. And then sometimes as young people, we resist. But in the end, sometimes you end up going back that way anyway. And I think especially in that generation, it was a tool for that to happen. I think nowadays, um, to be allowed to be emotional in this time, in this current point in time, I think is a lot more accepted than it was before. Mm -hmm. So I think if anything, I'm not disregarding faith, but I think if anything, faith is a lot of like reflection and it's a lot of taking time to, you know, think and taking time to hope. And I think now that just in general, having emotional conversations and going to therapy isn't a stigma or something bad. I mm -hmm. think now people are more open in that way. So maybe they're like moving away from faith, but I think in older generations definitely that was the freedom that was the moment where you could let go that was the moment where you could be vulnerable so I think if anything that's kind of what parents are trying to pass on to their kids is like when you feel lost when you're not good like this is the place you can go this right. is when you can mm -hmm. play this is when you can reflect this is when you can do yeah it's so many different things. things to different people I yeah. also don't feel like it's completely um being dishonest to because remember how Denise kind of gave him trash, which ultimately allowed him to order the pork at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. uh, I also don't, like, as much as I like to be real with a lot of situations in, in, within my family, but I, I don't know. It's not necessarily wrong that Dev was doing that for all those years. Yeah, but it, to me, it's very cordial to do that. And it's like, I'm just going to give my family what they want. I don't, I don't think that's bad, is all yeah, I'm saying. Because your, your family knows you at up to a certain point in your life and then once you go out on your own it's like your friends know a different version of you and sometimes your parents don't know who that person is you know so mm -hmm. I think that's what it you saw in his relationship with Denise Denise is like uh, you always do this but she doesn't know as a kid you know he that's not something that he did well that's why I love the scene at the end you guys when the music started kicking in it was very slow and melodic and it was the fellowship that his mother and his father had uh, while they were in their, their ritual and then his fellowship with his friends like yes. to yeah. me that was like everything we had just heard for a little bit with some good music Great in the background I was like oh it's two different fellowships they're all on the same path but they're different generations and different people I yep. loved it so that was a great way to end and I was like I Aw. thought it was beautiful um, as we jump to the next episode <laughs> do you guys want to all go out with our one two three pose let's just do it together our one two three yeah pose, like, like, like the, yeah oh, okay so um, it goes he went one okay I'm doing it by myself <laughs> maybe I I we, we didn't we didn't <laughs> is it one, two, three at the I same was time? 
it, no, it's one, two, and then you like pop the face up real okay. quick. Okay. I was really okay. just trying to get Why us to. Why don't you just teach us? Because apparently you have no, us down. No, because I was trying to turn the page casually. Oh. Can so, it turn turn the page? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's Still jump here. into probably the episode you guys are really excited to talk yes. about. Uh, religion just went long because it was very worth the while to talk about. Then, um, of course. So let's have the fun with first dates. Um, <laughs> a, a possible boning situation. Um, anyways, the name of the episode, episode four, was first date. What did you guys think and how... How much were you biting into this? And I loved it. I, I kept sitting there thinking, did he just shoot the whole thing with like every individual actress and then decide just to pop in? It's like, oh yeah, this this part was good with this person. This part was good with that person. And because I had they just kept flipping, yeah. flipping the different dates with different people. Right. So I'm wondering if he just went through all the scenes with them and then just decided to pop out which ones he thought like they gave like their best performance at. Uh, yeah. Okay. Other like- than other than. Maybe even the girls, when he's the, all the girls he was making out with in the, in the limousine, too. Maybe that, too. Hmm. Man, I had so much fun watching that episode. <laughs> it made me scared. It was so good. What, what? Scared? Yeah, I mean, I'm single, but I haven't been on a first date in a long time. I kind of, like, keep the same people around and just rotate them. I like it. Oh. It's called recycling. Recycling, what's, yeah. I was going to say, what's the name of this approach? <laughs> it's good for the environment. It's, yeah, it's very it's green. High. It's very green. You, You're in you, L.A. You, you have to recycle. Thank you. Thank you very much. But I was like, should I be going on first date? Should I be online? Should I be looking for new people? Because I think dating is a muscle that you have to exercise. Yep. It's a lot of work. It is. Meeting new people and going on dates is a lot of work. And then you have to show your bright, shiny new self. Like, you can't put the crazy out from the beginning. I know. You don't you come wish in with you... your long day vibe. Yeah. Can't, can't, don't you wish you could just walk in with how you really feel? Wouldn't that be something else? <laughs> I mean, like, let's just cut to the chase and get to know me. And I need to the... pass gas the moment I walk in, like, if that's what's going on in my body. I mean, that's going to let me know who you are and the types of things you do and I mean some of these girls did that and it just wasn't to his liking but I it was interesting for me to see the girls that he did connect with yeah did you guys like any of the the, the women because um, that's basically how the show starts we had I wrote a couple notes down of who was who so we had the dog groomer we had what did I write in these notes my gosh we had the garden depot I guess you guys said Felicia Rashad's daughter yes. um, which which was been a favorite of mine uh, we had the fun employed girl mm-hmm. we had um, we had the Indian girl who had some really serious topics the with lawyer. him. Lawyer. I, I didn't catch her name. Her. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Let me go through the end of the line, and then we could get into that. The Sorry. cocaine girl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or supposed to cocaine girl. No, for sure cocaine girl. <laughs> sugar daddy girl, too, because she had a sugar daddy. Yeah, well, that's at the end. Yeah, uh, I put rich, rich seeking girl. Why do I write notes like that? Rich seeking girl. That's Good what notes. I wrote. And then comic book girl, which ended up being the uh, blogger or whatnot. <laughs> ramen blogger? But Ra- it was ramen maniac? Or? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, like, I love it. I've read it. She was um, like, Yeah, the girl that you're talking about was such a favorite. Absolutely. I loved her. I really, I, when we met her, I, I really was vouching for her to stick Thank around. You. I really wanted her to stay. Now we're talking about the ramen girl, or no, 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 the attorney. You can talk about oh, any, whoever okay. you want. Who, who, the, the, the Indian girl right, that was like saying is like, do you so do you date other? Do you deliberately date the, the fetish? Like she was like talking yeah, about the fetish. Yeah, they yes. talked about topics that great. maybe that you're not funny. familiar with, you know. And then topics that as two Indian people they can share and discuss, which sometimes doesn't happen, I'm sure. But I like. What did you guys think about how she kept on having to, you know, handle things for work? Do you think that's rude, or do you think that's it's just real life? It's I just, was okay with it. I it didn't bother me at all. I oh, thought wow. all I, unanimous. It really didn't bother me. Some I feel like, like I'm annoying. that way. Yeah. And I feel like that's H- a realistic way. Just gotta take a moment. Just gonna step out for five minutes. No, I felt like it was realistic. I feel like I do that. I don't think it's rude, and I understand it. I also think that there's an importance when you have a relationship and making time for each other. Mm. Um, but I. I didn't. It didn't bother me at all. I didn't know. Do you think it was put in the show to be something that could potentially bother you? Yeah, because I know a lot of people are like annoyed. Hello, didn't you see that there's a guy who took a girl to the movies? She started texting during the movie date, and he sued her oh, because yeah, he wanted yep. his, his money back. He wanted seventeen dollars and thirty cents back because she was texting <sighs> during the time, date. Man. Yeah, people are crazy. Seventeen dollar lawsuit? Like really? Yes. What and, are you doing? And I saw where she gave, handed him the money back, and he was very happy. He was like, okay, now we can oh take it out of the courts. It's because people are so picky, though. It's like, it's a first date. It's a first date, so it should be, you know, it's, it's like, can it, can, work is work, and work is very important, right. but it's a first date, so you're making a first impression. I guess, Yet yeah. people still, the manner is not, you know, to, 
it's habitual to do this. But at the so. same time, hello, we probably, those people probably met online. Like, if you met online, you know you're not the only one. So you got to keep your mind open. Like, to, things are going to happen. You got to be a little flexible, you know? You're yeah. not the only yeah, one. Yeah, I, like like I feel like it could be a deal breaker because you, because if I'm going to go on a date, I feel like my mindset's going to be like, no matter how I'm much on is going date. on, I need to kind of like, dip the phone off and set the other plans later. Whether I want to do this at, let's say the date ends at 10.02. Right. 10.03. Shrap, 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 shrap
uh, child as well. You know, everything worked out uh, magically there. That was like Match.com. Yeah, and it was a stigma. So I think what happened was because during that time, late 90s, early 2000s, stigma completely, you never would dare go online. Yeah. Then the stigma let off. So it was kind of okay for a mm-hmm. smidge, just a smidge. And then all of a sudden... Um, the stigma was gone, so everyone was like, oh, plop, 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 I'm going to be on all of these sites. Yeah. And I, it's just not for me, you guys. Now, I will tell you, the time that I specifically got online on the sites and the dating apps was, I was living here in California my whole life, and then when I moved to New York, um, I had to make up for lost time, okay? So I um, was on all the apps, you know, and experiencing okay. new experiences, uh, just even sexually, you know? So it was, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> no, it was just so like, more. I want to know what that is. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, huh? No, I'm just just saying it was like, I I felt like I went in pretty heavy at that time. So it got to a point where I felt very like shallow within the entire situation. So I kind of came off all the sites. Like I'm not, I don't have any dating apps at all. So it made me think to myself, what would be the perfect one that I'd want to get involved in? I think one of the ones you pay for maybe would be more appropriate because then you find somebody who's at the caliber of what you're looking for, not just a hookup. And secondly, I said... Maybe I should invent this, not invent this, but rebring this up. What is wrong with um, the speed dating? I think that speed dating speed should come back. I, I did I it once and I met weirdos. Weirdos? Well, well I mean, I mean, a one-on-one date with one weirdo, and um, he was so a high smoker. In the I know. I this is the type of people that I draw. <laughs> So this is why I'm still single. And that's why you keep They're your like, rotation. That's why you, you <laughs> the keep The rotation them. is a safe space. Yeah, you get a lot of birthday gifts. You, we've been here before. I hope so. June 8th, everyone. Please put What sign account. is that? Gemini. What do you connect with? Um, what sign does that connect with? It's a, it's a double. She's double. It, multiple. Right? It, depends. Yeah. it depends. It depends on the Oh, God. That is saying a lot so high. Whatever. Saying, hashtag a saying a lot so high. A lot of positive things, people. Um, I don't know. I think Aquarius. That's and, me. Um, Aquarius. My best friend from two is a Gemini. And um, Capricorns and uh, Sagittarius. What sign are you, Rick? Aquarius. And what? So what does he go with? Gemini's? Oh, I don't know everybody else's. I only know about oh. myself. Apologize. I okay, apologize. gotcha. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Man, I just, I, I guess, I, it's, I, I relate to the episode because it's like I go through the, through the aisles of like Whole Foods and then Trader Joe's, and I'll slum it at Ralph's, and if I'm real desperate, I go to Vaughn's. Wait, or John's. for women? The way Rick talks about women is what we found out. The way Rick talks about women in every episode of what we no, found by out. By the way, I don't think he was talking bad about women. No, I don't think he was talking bad about women last last time we talked. No, it's no, a joke. He, he, no, 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 I know. I've been, oh. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I've been in a relationship so long. It's like I I don't even know how to even operate those apps. I mean, I've seen my friends on them. I hear about them, and like I'm always curious to see like how funny they can be. That's why like this episode is like so amazing to me. Be like, oh man, like oh, you're like glad you don't have to deal with it. (sighs) Yeah, but you know there are married people on those apps, or people like Homegirl who was like, I'm just here to meet friends, and I'm like, what? You are wasting my time. (laughs) Get off. But there's buddy apps. There's friend apps. Are there? Yeah. I figure if there's Farmers.com or something, there must be um, every. If there's a tall, short. Thing. There's even an app to find someone like a workout buddy in your area. Really? There's and it's I think it's sad. I think it speaks to a disconnect in a in just society. But we're so busy it's hard to meet people and then sometimes it is. you have a you already have your core group of friends and you're like, I don't need any new friends but if you're the only single one in your circle, it's hard then you to do meet. need it does some get friends. Hard. Yeah. And it's one of those, uh, if you can't beat them, join them kind of things. Because I, when I came off social media, re- well, dating apps for sure. And then I'm really kind of not on social media to the point that, like, if going back, I mean, in MySpace days, I was, like, the most social media person. So I really started to see, like, you lose out on connections by not being online yeah. at all. MySpace? Oh, man. What's wrong with MySpace? No, no, just so, it seems so long ago. It's like, yeah. MySpace? Wow. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was as thirsty on MySpace as people are now with their Snapchats. Okay. So, and I guess this is like the big, if you don't, um, <laughs> you know, you got to join them because I was like, oh, I'm going to be this grown, because I think I turned 35 at the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be more grown and intelligent mm-hmm. and I'm not going to fuck with the online shit. Um, but dating apps or posting. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> then, then I was like, dang, I am by myself <laughs> watching Master of None. <laughs> Season one, you two, got, and three hasn't even. You're still looking at the MySpace page, but by yourself. Yeah, so okay. I, I'm at that. But what's good about it is, I'll, you know, my birthday's coming up in September. I'm kind of like in a in a space where I'm ready to kind of like 
kick things off and, and maybe do one or two yeah. dating apps. Maybe do um, have that plan in your head because nothing's going to happen unless you plan it like exactly. one date a month or yep. small, I'm, achievable goals. Yeah, I'm at that yeah, space like that. right now. Yeah. Does the episode help me with that? Because I got to see it. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think that social media is beneficial. I think that it, you can't just cut it out. I think that's just sticking your head in the sand and it's not feasible I think that there's a balance yeah so I think there's a way it can add to your life and I think that there's a way that it can just detract from your life and you can get totally consumed by that world yeah so I think it's just about balancing it and also you don't even really need to be on a dating app because people are hitting each other up on Facebook and it's going th- down in the DM yeah it's going down on in Instagram the DM. yeah and there's yeah, like strategic Twitter. hashtags yes. aren't there it's like a whole code exactly so <laughs> people are dating like I've seen posts where people are like oh we met on Instagram and I'm like nobody's Hitting me up on Instagram like That's that. That's interesting. <laughs> well, what do you like? Give us, give us. What is the perfect Sahai guy? Maybe because you might Sahai be. Sahai guy. I'm, I, like I know that. her hashtags are crazy. <laughs> you might be one of these women. From what I'm interpreting as barely meeting you, is that unapproachable because you got your act going on? Not you got at it all, all going on. It could be. It could be. I think I'm too. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I try to be very approachable, except for the weirdos. And look, they still come, so it's, it's difficult to filter those out. But um, I like, um, I told myself I'm not going to date any industry guys anymore. That's yeah, I I, get no that. more, no more actors. I'm, I'm looking for like, I like a smart guy, like I like an intelligent mm-hmm. guy, somebody that I can respect, um, someone funny too. Yeah. And can they make less money than you? I mean, I know that's an issue that comes up a lot too. Yeah, I mean, as long as sorry to not, pry all into your life. Okay. Yeah, and like we, we just can't be struggling together. And also, you have to be clean. I like a clean guy. Clean, <sighs> clean in terms of so like, important. if I come to your apartment and there's mold in the shower, then we can't be together. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you but a yeah. chance. To clean it, and then we'll see how long you keep it up. Oftentimes, that's just a sign of your life not being together, though. Or you're when you just let your space around you to be anybody's existing. I I work production on this TV show called Married at First Sight, and we have four. Oh, I know some people who worked on that. Oh, really? We had four experts, and one of the experts talked about. uh, She she had went actually went into all the couples. um, Well, they weren't couples at the time, but all the singles. Homes and was saying how, yes, you could tell so much about what type so of companion true. this person could be. For the women, it was all across the board. They were all pretty clean, you know, just stereotypically women, I guess. Honestly, the messiest people I know are women. Well, in this particular no. case, but... <laughs> really? Yeah. It's That's funny. Hard. I've known some messy women. Yeah. I've known I some guess. messy women. You know what? You know how to tell, though? If you go over to a girl's house, just open a cupboard. Just open a cupboard. Because it's like... <sighs> they just shove it all in right before mm. you get there. But at least that's, that's good intention, though. <laughs> You know, even if it's fake, yeah, it's still no, it's trying. Suffer. Now, do you, um, like, what are your requirements? Like, do you really want a woman that can cook? Like, is cooking mandatory for you? I don't know. Does my girlfriend cook for me right now? Let's see. <laughs> does she cook or do I cook? Yeah. See, no, I mean, no, 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 I mean, truthfully, it's it's for me, it's, it's always, uh, if I was perfect, then I would have all these requirements, but I'm not perfect. Right. So yeah. it's just more about... It's it's always compatibility. It's like can you you know that's and that's why I've been with my girlfriend for so long. It's just compatibility. It's like does she care about me? Do I care about her? Does she support me? Do I support her? Does she have her faults? Yes. Do I have my faults? Absolutely. Right. You know, especially mm-hmm. when I'm like going down the aisles of Whole Foods looking for the no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Right. It it's he hard commits to his jokes. He's good. Yeah, at I, that. Like I like it. It's hard to meet someone you're compatible with though. Like it's that's very, very hard. hard. And you could see that from the episode because here it is. He attempts with uh, Condola Rashad. Like, he thought she was going to be the one. And they actually, their date went really well. Like, they were vibing really well. And then just... And then she was just like, There was a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah, She was like, I... And that's that's another thing I like that he showed, that sometimes the guy can be feeling it, but as women, we're not. Or vice versa. And I I appreciated the fact that she... Yeah, she said it from the jump, and she didn't lead him on. So Mm -hmm. there was no, like, you know, confusion. But then the girl, there was the... The uh, ramen, ramen girl. Yeah, she was. But she was. That's what I thought was weird. I was like, dude, she was completely off you the whole night, and just because you talked about ramen, all of a sudden you're like, I'm gonna go make out with this. Yeah, girl. I was she like, spoke was so interesting. It, she did have a. a interesting I kept watching tone. her. Like, there's something so. I. Well, they were trying to make her character. But she yeah, delivered too, every too. line completely yeah. straight, but somehow the way that she said it, I was like, I'm just so intrigued. <laughs> it was great. It was interesting to grow with her to see that she had her life going on. She was already mm-hmm. dating because you ju- you almost. She wasn't her. stereotypical. I couldn't no. put my finger on her. Yeah. Like that. Um, one quick thing, because I knew no, we're up and up soon. Um, I thought was really cool is uh, Dev hates his show Clash of the Cupcakes. Yeah. But we did see while they were having that beautiful 
little date, the nightcap, um, some random gentleman comes up and says, so oh, cute. my friend was, you know, had cancer, oh, yeah. and we watched this sh- pretty much meaningless show, and it got us through. And now I appreciate she's helping. that. I appreciate yeah. that. I often watch uh, shows that are just, I call them mind candy, and read books that are mind candy. It just takes your mind off of And it also speaks to all of important. us that are doing things, you know, um, creating things. Like, you know, you never know who you're going to affect in a positive way. Right. So I love that. I, I like the fact, because when you work in entertainment sometimes, and your friends are doctors or lawyers, you're like, mm-hmm. is my work as important? And other people may not think it is, but what you do is important to someone, and I think that's what he showed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and it also speaks into whatever opportunity you have. You just need to give it your all. Yeah. And I, I love the cab ride scenes. We talked about that. I will say that um, when the girl, uh, grace, grace, graciously, how do you say it? Gracefully. Um, said, oh, let's wait till another date. You know, because mm-hmm. this is the girl that we liked the most. Yes. I, I was catching some tingles. I said, I like that feeling, although I would have rather have Dev jump, go in the house and, you know, get yeah. down to business. But I, I appreciated it and I loved it. But there we saw Dev again trying to push in for those kisses. This time he wasn't scared like he was in Italy. So he, he finally learned. <laughs> right, he learned just, his lesson. Yeah. How slick was he looking though with that coat? He was looking good. I, I remember just feeling like, dang, I don't dress that nice, but that's that's you doing all right, Dev. You, can. you got the he good learned, money. He learned how to dress in Italy. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what it was. But then, oh, okay, yeah. can we talk about this? Yeah, we got to wrap, this, so we'll do that this, part. This, uh, money jar situation. Oh, was, was it the I money know. jar or the Aunt Jemima? Jar? Or was it, was it like the an Aunt Jemima, Mammy? Mammy yeah. kind of jar. It's so funny because perception is really funny because she did not think that it was a racist thing at all, and he did. And I, I appreciated the fact that he pointed it out to her, and she was like, get out of my house, which was hilarious. Well, and she also told him, wait, so you knew that I was what you're going to call this, but yet still had sex with me, and now you're <laughs> going to critique like, me. Yeah. So he's like, oh, wow. He's not yeah. bad to I mean, he could have been a douche after no matter what. So it's the risk you take when you sleep with someone on the first date. I thought she would have known that. I feel like at the end of the episode, when he finally gets back to his house and he lays on that couch, it has that feeling of like when you, uh, you know, you exhale, you're like, this is just... It's fun. All the dating's fun, but it's also really exhausting a tough situation. Yeah, and to show you can be around a room full of people and still feel lonely. Yeah. At times. And then he clicks to the Whole Foods comment. I'm just really happy that it, this episode didn't end with him reaching out to Noel. To Rachel. To, to Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. It's sad in that like, dark it, space of it's his sad loneliness. And it, yeah. ma- it makes sense. Which it I love the song sense. at the end, which is a song by Sylvester. Uh, uh, I need love tonight is one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. ever. So, anyways, it got me really excited. But um, <laughs> what else you guys want to say? Because we gotta go. Thank you to everyone on YouTube that commented and watched. Thank you for sticking with us, and see you next week. We're on at a new time next week. We're on yep. Thursday at. 9 p.m. next week. Discussing the next two sets of episodes. Yes, episodes. So on and so on. Yeah. Five and six. Okay, so we should say our names. Okay. Uh, my name is at randomly RJ, and I'm Ronnie Jr. and I have had uh, a great pleasure of uh, hosting this. And I'm Paige Back at Paige Kelly Bach. I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media at Rick Hong. And keep commenting and hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Say Hi Sahai, S A Y H I T S A H A I. Good night. All right, that's the end Bye. of our show. Let's do the, let's do the pose. One, two. <laughs> I'm I know it's not the pose, but <laughs> we tried our best. I tried okay. to vote. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Content. Oh, uh, uh, buzz you later! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.